0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me is...
1: Solomon Cooper.
0: No longer known as Captain Solo until I get my special effects buttons to...
1: I'm just praying that it is sold out forever.
0: They're not sold out. They will be. I just keep forgetting to get them. I'll buy them. I'll get them and I'll push it every single time. Oh my god. Uh, Anyway, we have a jam-packed show this week. I know I said that last week that we would discuss uh, Loki... It looks like we're going to have to push that again. I completely had forgotten that we had a film festival to go to this weekend and I really want us to discuss that. Also, I think Loki we could do a you oh, know, special? Kind of, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a Loki special episode. Um and I'll I'll try not to lie about whenever it's coming out. But also that'll give you guys a chance to get caught up for those folks who haven't, and then we can more freely discuss spoilers. Um, So, you know, in between watching the the movies and going to the film festival, we actually a lot of new, you know, television that we were catching up on and new shows that came out. I know uh, Ted Lasso just started season two premiere just dropped over the weekend. Um, That that was huge for at least me and a couple of my friends. Um, What kind of stuff have you been watching, Solomon?
1: Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Classy. I know, right? Um, what
0: is High School, the Musical, the Musical, the Series? So you know High
1: School Musical? Sure. Now it's a musical and now it's a series. <laughs> Basic, the, the first season was them like re-performing their um, High School Musical at East High because the school is like a real place and they were like, we've never performed High School Musical at East High.
0: I'm already lost. I don't understand what's happening.
1: How? I've said <laughs> three things.
0: <laughs> the title sounds very meta.
1: High School Musical, the musical, of the series. Okay,
0: so I never watched High School and Musical. So, what is high? It's High School and Musical is just a musical set in high school, right?
1: Yes, it was three movies.
0: So, and right? this show is the movie a movie? Like, is Zac Efron a person, or is that Zac Efron's character? A Zac
1: person? Efron is a person. Okay. So it's it's like real life, but in a show, you know. So
0: no, I don't understand still.
1: Okay, actors are real. <laughs> Zac Efron is real, is a real human being, and not his character. And they are just performing High School Musical at East High, which is where High School Musical is set. So East High is a real school. Okay. that is where High School Musical, they're performing. Is East High a
0: real school, or is it a quote-unquote real school?
1: I never looked it up, so I don't know if High so School So is the
0: show a documentary?
1: It's a documentary.
0: Okay, so it's not a real, real but it's kind But
1: of, it's kind of like The Office.
0: So it's a fake documentary. Yeah. Okay, so it's set at what's supposed to be the real high school that High School Musical is based
1: on? Yes. Okay. Exactly.
0: And so like Zac Efron is a real person who did a musical that they're now putting on? Yes. It's very meta, too meta for me.
1: Yeah, old man brain.
0: (laughs) So how is it? It's really
1: good. Uh, The second season has been out for a while. I just now caught myself up. Fully. Uh it's more it's longer than the first season, which was ten episodes. This one's I think it's gonna be twelve episodes. Um and it's like a it's like forty five minutes, forty five minute episodes. And uh it's really good. The second season is basically about um this they this high school was gonna perform high school musical to music high school musical two. Um, but instead Shocking. I know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um but this time the other school this other school is competing for this award and uh it's her the teacher's rival enemy so they are putting on beauty and the beast just like they are and um that's basically the plot they put on beauty the beast instead of high school musical and they're against another school
0: well it doesn't necessarily sound like uh my cup of tea but for the folks who it is what is this on netflix or something
1: uh disney plus
0: disney plus yep
1: oh just giving
0: them free plugs they're not sponsoring us
1: yeah sadly um but yeah disney plus is where it's at man
0: I we we uh, started watching another show, but um, when Ted Lasso came on, just because I was scrolling through, um, I mean I'm not going to plug all of these giant streaming services. <laughs> you can figure out where they are. <laughs> but um, we were scrolling through, and we started watching a show that I'd heard pretty good things about, but for whatever reason, never really caught it. And the second season had just dropped pretty recently, um, and that was Mythic Quest. Oh yeah. Um. That that was a really fun show.
1: We're, I'm loving it. We're yeah. still watching it.
0: Yeah, we we ran through I think the first season over the over the weekend. But yes. yeah, it's a really great show. It's a, essentially about uh the folks behind a game that's like World of Warcraft, like a largest video game in the world and it's a workplace comedy. Yeah. Kind of skewers the gaming industry, gamers and my favorite streamers. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Yes. Those streamers are Totally inaccurate. T- I've I've seen one one child YouTuber in my life. I mean I'm sure there's more, but I've seen one and none of them were like the ones I've seen. It doesn't
0: seem that too far away from reality. Like, is not one of the largest streamers in the world named Pooty Pie? PewDiePie?
1: PewDiePie, not PewDiePie, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> the streamer Pew- in the show
0: is is Pewdie Shoe. And yes. I don't think Pooty Shoe and Pootie Pie are that different.
1: PewDiePie. Stop saying Pootie Pie. PewDiePie. <laughs> PewDiePie.
0: It sounds exactly the same to me. And
1: also, I don't even watch PewDiePie because I'm not basic like everyone else. Sorry, whoever watches PewDiePie. Yeah, I watch just
0: insulted like his millions and millions of followers.
1: Fifty-one million. I'm pretty sure last time I checked.
0: So who who are the streamers that you list that you watch? I want to see if their name, if PewDieShoe Shoe, is that unrealistic? I don't of a watch name. a ton
1: of streamers. I mean, I got okay. I watch um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, mm,
0: you don't want to say their names because they all sound like Pootie Shoe. Saikuno. Oh, that sounds like Poodisho to me. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Uh Moist Critical.
0: Oh, I'm done with this. Yep. yep. All of their names are, are, are too obnoxious to me.
1: Saikuno's ob- obnoxious to
0: you. What does Saikuno mean? I
1: don't know, but he's a really wholesome guy. And his like his whole theme is like a little dog with a green scarf on.
0: Yeah. Moving on. Watch Saikuno. Uh, just just so you know, guys, we're not gonna be talking about um. About Bad Batch, really this week, um, kind of did a bottle episode, wasn't, uh, not really anything happened to move the plot forward. Yeah, Um, nothing really. And I was really excited because they teased that there was going to be a bunch of creepy space spiders, which I know they've already done, but instead it was just a bunch of space gnats.
1: Stop calling them gnats. No, you called them fleas. Oh my God, they're so annoying. They're huge.
0: (laughs) They're still just like space flies.
1: Giant space Bugs, yes.
0: No, they were like space mosquitoes, and they weren't very scary. Big
1: space mosquitoes. Not mm. sure they weren't very scary, but there's bajillions of them.
0: You said very scary. <sighs> yeah. Anything else? Any other any other shows that we've been catching up on? I can't think of um, anything else.
1: We just watched Schmigadoon. That's
0: right, we did, and, and that is wonderful, really great, and
1: delightful.
0: It's a. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of the main star.
1: Oh, it's Jordan Peele.
0: No, it's not Jordan Peele. It's Keegan-Michael Key. No. You sure? Pretty sure. It's one of the guys from Key and Peele.
1: Yeah, there you go. I thought I got it wrong. You
0: did get it wrong just now.
1: D- did I? I'm 99% I I, sure I you did. I thought it was Keegan-Michael Key, and then I read it, and it was Jordan Peele, and then I felt like an idiot.
0: Well, you're going to feel like a double idiot then.
1: I am an idiot. <laughs> it's Keegan-Michael Key. I thought So I was right the first time, and then what did I read that made me wrong?
0: I don't know, m- misinformation.
1: That's true. I got lied to you by the internet. That's maybe, what I'm going to say.
0: Maybe it was Pootie Shoe.
1: Oh, my God.
0: One of the streamers lied to you. Mm. Yeah, Dune is, uh, it's, a. Uh, am just going to say, it's on Apple. It's Apple's, on Apple TV. Apple TV. Um,
1: just like Mythic Quest. <laughs> yeah, it's about,
0: it's about a couple, like, uh, their relationships kind of falling apart, and they somehow end up in a <clears throat> magical village that is a musical. So yeah. they're they're permanently stuck in a musical.
1: They're stuck in a musical, and it's also meta.
0: Yes, and he she loves musicals, and he hates musicals. And watching his reaction to the townsfolk oh, it's so constantly great. bursting out in song is very very funny to it's me. It's
1: so wonderful.
0: So yeah, highly recommend that. Yeah, there's um, only
1: three episodes out right now. Unless the fourth one came out today, but that,
0: yeah. yeah, that's not really helpful. We don't know where they're going to be watching listening to this.
1: That's true.
0: No, this is not the nightly news.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) okay. Well, it's important to us. Maybe one (laughs) came out today, As of right now, there's
0: three. (laughs) I have no idea when the next episode's going to drop. That's true. Um, And then, uh, I guess, wrapping up television news, because you don't need to know every single thing that we watched. I did watch a show that I think might be interesting for folks from Central Texas because it's set in Dallas, um, a place I lived for about eight years. Me too. Yeah, And um, it's called Dr. Death, and it's a true story about a doctor who basically was able to bounce around from major hospital to major hospital in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. For anybody who's been up there, there's hundreds of hospitals. So, yeah, he works at uh, Baylor for a while. He He works at Dallas Medical Center. Anyway, long story short is he's a neurosurgeon who – Is incompetent at his job, so he's always like slicing people's spines open or severing their spine or severing their vocal cords. What? Um, Really brutal. Watching him do these surgeries, and all the nurses are just freaking out, having no idea. Several people died on the table. Several people were paralyzed.
1: How is he a neurosurgeon then?
0: He he's like if Rudy was a sociopath. Like, did you ever see Rudy? No. Um, Well, Rudy's a football player who just tries really, really hard and makes it onto a football team and actually gets to play in a game or two his passion. This guy's like that. Like he was just super passionate about all these things about like his work ethic. As far as like trying to get through medical school, he got his, he got a PhD and an MD at the same time. My God. So he was, it's not that he didn't have the work ethic because he just wasn't work ethic, but he was, he just wasn't good. Wow. And it seemed like also he had like a lot of addiction problems. Like he got supposedly he got really, really high, on Coke before he did an operation, like two hours before Um, he seemed really drunk. Anyway, uh, it's a true story, Uh, and Joshua Jackson plays Dr. Death. Um, Alec Baldwin uh, and Christian Slater play the two doctors who are trying to get him his medical license revoked. Uh, If that sounds remotely interesting to you, I highly recommend it. Um, But yeah, I actually stayed up really late watching that because it was so chilling watching this guy do these surgeries on people's spines, where he's literally like just yanking things out with pliers, and it's very, very, very cringy.
1: That doesn't sound fun in any way, shape, or form. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So speaking of very, very cringy, the main movie we're going to be talking about today is the latest from M. Night Shyamalan. People sometimes love him, sometimes hate him, sometimes love to hate him. His latest movie is Old. old yeah. Um, this one <laughs> kind of slipped under my radar also. I, I knew he had a new movie coming out, but the premise of it didn't seem that intriguing to me. Um, but I have a friend here in, in town who, back in the day, we used to go see every single M. Night Shyamalan movie together. Um so now that I'm living back in Waco, he'd asked me if I wanted to go see it. And um despite some <clears throat> some middling reviews, I thought it'd be fun, you know. I, I personally think that M Night Shyamalan's a little bit um gets too much of a bad rep. Like I understand Lady in the Water is not a great movie, I understand The Village is, is not a great movie, but they all have a specific kind of style. You know what I mean? Um I'm not sure. Solomon, how many of the movies of his movies that you've seen? Uh, Sixth Sense.
1: Oh, that's him. <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> Aren't you on a movie podcast?
1: Yeah, I just—that's amazing. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So Sixth Sense,
0: you've seen? Yes, I have seen Sixth Sense. Signs.
1: Yes, I've seen Signs.
0: Okay. Uh, I can't imagine I ever showed you The Village, so unless you found that on your own. Nope. Or Lady in the Water. I um, don't think
1: I have watched Lady in the Water.
0: I'm pretty sure you've seen The Visit. That's the beginning of his Was upswing. That the,
1: that the old old people?
0: Yes, it's about the older people.
1: No, the old people who make cookies. Yes. And then we had those cookies. Okay, sorry. Your ageism is showing again. Age, I'm not saying <laughs> anything. I'm just saying they're old people. They're okay. like 70.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. So, um Yeah, so the visit was kind of the beginning of his upswing, right? After he f- crashed and burned with After Earth and Last Airbender, everybody kind of had written him off. Um and then he did the visit short like a smaller budget movie found footage i thought it was great um and then he did split which was also a big uh box office hit um but then he kind of started another downward trend with uh the sequel to split which he tried to make was into glass glass yeah he kind of made it to a sequel to unbreakable so yeah I was hoping this was going to be the beginning of another upward swing for M. Night Shyamalan. Um, unfortunately, for those who like, like to hear us bicker and argue with each other, I think there's not going to be a ton of disagreement here. Um, oh what do you think? Does this continue his downward trend yes. or the upward swing for M. Night Shyamalan? Oh,
1: so far down. I think it's below the earth. I think it. we went from the North Pole to the South Pole. That's how far down he went. And what's really disappointing is I was actually quite excited about this. And um, I was, whenever my dad was like, hey, we're going to go watch Old. I was like, oh, awesome. I've actually been looking forward to that.
0: So really quickly, before you get into it any further, I just want to tell people, what Old is about. For those who haven't seen the trailer, no spoilers to be a spoiler-free review, except for, uh, honestly, I'd I'd rather somebody spoil it. But I'm not going to be that person. Um, But yeah, essentially, it's about a couple of young-ish, wealthy families who go to a very exclusive resort? Get recommended that it gets recommended to them to go to a secluded beach. And when they get there, they quickly start realizing that they're aging at a rate of do they say an hour, a, a th- an year every thirty minutes?
1: I, that's what I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. So what would that do? Like a year every thirty minutes. So there's 24 hours in a day. Maybe
1: 50 years. Right. In one day.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. Um, 48. Right. Forty-eight. So, anyway, that's the basic premise of the movie. Um, it's based on a French comic book that is 100% not a thriller or a horror novel. It is kind of just an existential piece about humanity and what it means to age, what it means to have kids and watch them grow up, et cetera, et cetera. M. Knight tries to put his, uh, you know, kind of typical thriller uh, veneer on this kind of strange metaphorical story. So, anyway. Go ahead with, with, with your thoughts. Do you think that it, that worked? Do you think that was a good idea?
1: Oh, no. Whenever you told me about the comic book, I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then I was like, they ruined the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was so, i like, I'm so disappointed in this movie. Like, even whenever I came home the ne- after that movie, I talked to my friend. I was like, hey, don't watch Old. He's like, really? I was super excited about that. I was like, yeah, so was I. Because they just do so many things badly. There's supposed to be this scary scene this old lady or something. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs>
0: um, that's the only description you know for, for anybody who's <laughs> over 16 years old. <laughs> old.
1: Over 16? Yeah, that's fair. Um, but sh- they, it's, they, they they try and make it scary and creepy, and it was just – we were all just LOLing, if you will.
0: Yeah. Um, we – when we started, I was actually pretty – I, I was kind of starting to get excited because I had read that I had heard that the dialogue wasn't really great. It's not M Night's, you know, strong suit in the beginning, um, but it, it was charming. It was charming. It was funny. I liked the kind of the back and forth with the kids. The cinematography was great. I will say that the movie was was gorgeous. Yes, yeah. Um, and uh, it's it it's the, he's working with his uh, longtime um, cinematographer. He did uh, they did the visit together and they did Split. So you know, part of his team of his upward, you know, swing. Um, And then once they get to the beach and uh, they start figuring out that time is aging them more rapidly, they have a character who is essentially Johnny Exposition, might as well be oh. his name. <laughs> he, this guy just randomly explains in the most blunt dialogue exactly what's going on that has already been explained and understood by the audience probably five times over. Yep. I mean, and I, then
1: he would just say things this guess, guess exposition. He would just make up random things and be like, "This would probably work, maybe."
0: Like, do you have an example of that that you can think of? He was
1: like, "If you walk through the cave and stand still, maybe you can escape."
0: All right, and everybody just kind of believes what he says for no reason. Yep. Yeah, and he—he's he, just a nurse. Yeah, he's just—he's just a random nurse that's also on the beach with them. He doesn't know anything about what's going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, one of the one of the worst parts for me was when um they're trying to figure out how to get off the beach because that's the whole thing they can't get off the beach every time they try and like go back the way they came they end up passing out and end up back on the beach yeah um but was when somebody said i think i figured out a solution we need to get into a metal tube (laughs) and they're like what do you mean (laughs) like you know how at a dentist's office you put on a metal thing to protect you from radiation maybe if we could build a metal tube then that would protect us from the time effects. And everyone's like, oh no, but how are we gonna build a tube?
1: We don't have any metal.
0: Yeah. Also, how why would you think that? <laughs> why would you think a metal tube was going to protect you from the, the magic aging beach?
1: Yeah, distant radiation, like you said, magic rate aging beach.
0: Yes. Uh, it was uh it was it was pretty gosh awful after they start explaining things. And like I said, the, that one character literally all he does the entire movie long is, you know. Run out and say things like, It looks like the children are aging <laughs> ev- a year every half hour. Oh my God. After people have kind of already explained this. And then he actually has the audacity, after the kids have already, like, you know, grown up and gotten pregnant and whatever, he has the audacity to, in the middle of, of an argument, to say, Time moves differently on this beach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't say. Really? <laughs> But yeah, I have to agree. I mean, we were, uh, I don't normally like it whenever people are, you know, openly laughing at a movie that's not supposed to be a comedy because it's rude and it ruins the movie for other people at the theater, but there wasn't many other people there and really we couldn't help it. I mean, the, by the, by the ending of the movie, it's, it's trying to double down on sentimentality and scares that are just so not earned. And the movie was so silly up until that point that, I mean, you couldn't help, but, but laugh, um, And it does have one of uh, one of his M Night's uh, classic "quote unquote" twists, but I have to say, the twist is tacked on. It's not the ending of the book, and it's not so much a twist as just like a really, really lame explanation. Yeah. So I won't. I'll leave it unspoiled. Not an
1: explanation, like reasoning. It's not explaining the beach.
0: Well, no, but it's explaining the movie that's true all right yeah and it kind of is explaining the beach
1: very poorly exactly that's what i'm saying
0: (laughs) oh my god um cast was great though um i i have to say that for the most part everybody did a really good job even even alex wolf who i'm known to not be a, a big fan of
1: yeah you hate him too much
0: well, I didn't hate him that much in this movie.
1: Oh, good for you. you. You didn't hate him that much in the worst movie I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> well, I like The Room more because I was actually, because the whole time I was watching this movie, I was trying not to laugh because I didn't want to do what you said and just, like, disrespect The Room.
0: Um, you mean The Auditorium?
1: Yes. No, no, The Room, Dad.
0: Well, it's confusing because you just said The Room earlier. Mm,
1: that's fair. I didn't want to disrespect it. Um, I will say
0: that some of the dialogue actually sounded as bad as dialogue in The Room, and I'm not exaggerating.
1: That's true. I think I think this movie goes on to the same levels, not as the room because the room is hilarious, um, but as trolls 2. Oh, really? Yes, because it's supposed to be like a suspense horror thing, and trolls is also really funny. But like, they're the same genre.
0: Yeah, it's not as funny though. I think this movie is more boring. Yeah, that's true. What's the famous the famous line from Trolls Two?
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a funny movie. Okay, so that's pretty much all we have to say about old. Uh, It's a highly do not recommend.
1: Oh, please don't watch it.
0: I give it uh, 0 out of 5 Alex Wolf moles.
1: I give it, I think I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10. Um, laughably bad movie scenes. <laughs> I, I'm purposely trying to make it as long as possible.
0: Ugh, well, I think people get the point. You can skip it. Uh, next up, I just wanted to tell everybody, we went to the uh, uh, Deep in the Heart Film Festival at the Waco Hippodrome. Uh, had a really good time. We went to see their horror shorts block. Um, it was really fun. A lot of the filmmakers were there. They did a Q&A afterwards. Um for those of you who are there with us, you know, congratulations. Although I, I do have to say, um, <laughs> they made a big point of telling us uh, that they're not going to have any food or drinks. Like, there's no concessions
1: and no outside food and or no drinks.
0: outside food or drinks. So They said you probably should go eat first, and then you know if you need to get a if you need to get a bottle of water or whatever, and, that, and that's fine. So we did. We we, we went, went over to Waco Ale. We we ate and um, we put all of our snacks and stuff back in the car. Uh, and then we got into the theater and so I don't know if you've been to the Hippodrome in a while, but there's like ch- tables in front of you cause it used to be a, they used to do dinner theater there. So there's tables in front of all the chairs. So we get in there, we're sitting down. People were eating like whole spaghetti dinners in there.
1: <laughs> so funny. I think
0: the guy next to us pulled was- out a giant hoagie. <laughs> And there was people, like, with a whole Italian meal that they had carried out oh my from from Barris with, like, a bottle of wine. And I was like, no outside food and drink. So, yeah, Solomon went back and got his his snacks out. So, sorry we broke the rules, but at least we didn't eat spaghetti and meatballs.
1: <laughs> it was so absurd.
0: Um, and it wasn't just, like, a couple of people. And nobody was, like, sneaking it in either. Yeah, like, it was literally, literally a
1: guy who just walked in there with a big Italian bag. Be like, what you eating?
0: Yeah, and he said, it's my dinner, like, to the person. They didn't try and stop him. But anyway, uh, I don't want to belabor this too much. We had a great time, uh, but I just wanted to kind of do a lightning round. So I'm just going to run through uh, all the movies we had this thing. And Solomon, you just tell me the first sentence, two sentences that comes to your mind uh, when you think of it. Um,
1: but what if I don't know the names of all of them?
0: Well, that's you're gonna, then you're going to to say that. What is it? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll clue you in um, okay. if you can't think of it. All right, so uh, again, these are all horror films, different kind of genres of horror. There's slashers, there's ghost stories, comedies. Um, so anyway, uh, no no ratings because super proud of all these filmmakers for getting into the festival. They all did really good work, um, really great production value on all of these. So just so you can kind of get an idea for n- next year whenever you come to the Deep in the Heart Film Festival, what kind of stuff you might be able to see. So first up was No One Is Coming.
1: A fun, weird slasher film. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, weird slasher film. I absolutely agree with uh, the farmhouse.
1: Really beautiful scenes and shots.
0: Yeah, I agree. Confusing. It was. It was. I thought that one was absolutely gorgeous. The dialogue was also really great. It wasn't. It, it wasn't super scary, but it was, it was still. Weird. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Hider.
1: Which one was that one?
0: I'll give you a hint. Imaginary friend.
1: Oh, that one was great um really funny kind of like creative monster i yeah
0: i i agree that was a funny one um and the imaginary friend was very weird looking he yeah. lo- he looked kind of like uh um he he looked like the the bad guy from the rocketeer you know, that huge boogeyman guy who what, you've never seen The Rocketeer? No,
1: you wanted to show it to me and you never did.
0: I cannot believe that's, that's true. That's your fault. There's no way I've never shown no, you The Rocketeer.
1: No, no, you said, hey, we're going to watch The Rocketeer, and um, I was like, no, we're not.
0: All right, we're going to watch The Rocketeer right now then.
1: Right right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, guys. We have to watch The Rocketeer real fast.
0: Anyway, moving on. We still have several more of these to go. Uh, Dark Passage.
1: Dark Passage. I don't know what that one was either.
0: It was the, like, Uber one.
1: Oh, that one was really fun. It was only like a minute long.
0: Yeah, it was really short, but and it was funny. It
1: had a yeah, it was funny and had a quick jump scare. Yeah. So actually scary. Uh
0: bloodshed.
1: Oh, so weird. So weird and creepy and weird and odd. And more similes for weird. <laughs> was not that weird? I was so weirded out and grossed out yeah, the it was, whole time. It was
0: pretty gross. But I I I, I thought it was really, really well shot.
1: Yeah, it it was it was well done. But um, it was just
0: odd. Movie night.
1: Movie night. Oh, that one was that was that one was interesting. It didn't do what I wanted it to do, but it still was cool.
0: Yeah, I thought that I thought movie night was kind of was a pretty unique one. I, I had a, a little bit of an issue with the with the fact that the actual killer in it did not seem like he was big I feel like they should have had like a big giant guy like Kane Hodder, like you know, the guys who play uh Mike Myers yeah. or, or Jason. Because I didn't believe that this guy could overpower these, pe- these people because it just seemed like they the guy was a little bit too small to be able to do that. But that complaint aside, it was it was also really well shot. Uh, house hunting.
1: um, I thought that one was it was kind of creepy and kind of like cool, kind of like into the media of weird people, you know? Yeah. Like into what, the media of weird people? And, and, you know, I don't know the, why I said yeah and just agreed with you. <laughs> you're like, yeah, hold on. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, there's, you know, you, there's on the internet, there's weird people on the internet.
0: I actually had to run to the bathroom, so I missed like half of that one. So I'm not going to comment on it. Yeah, two-headed beast.
1: Oh, I remember that one vaguely. Can you de- re-describe, remember, remind me? <laughs> Do you remember what it was? I'm trying to think. Two-headed beast. I remember there was a guy. T- no, not. I two-headed.
0: can't remember. I honestly cannot remember. This is really embarrassing.
1: I'm sorry. The person who made two-headed beast.
0: They're trying to. I'm reading the description of it right now, and it says Marissa and Marcus believe some strange things, and they can't wait to teach their new friend Sullivan about them. And I'm, this is not ringing any bells. It's making me more confused about what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the opening coming up, and it say and it say belief. Re- it, belief is a two-headed beast.
1: Yeah, it says belief, and then it's it, it's a protector, and then a something else. It
0: says mom will be home soon, but there's still time to learn and play.
1: I have no clue, man. I, I'm sorry. sorry,
0: guys. Yeah, I apologize. Here, here,
1: here, here. Oh, yeah, that that one was fun. It was it was really neat premise, it yeah. was, and it was pretty short. It was like five minutes.
0: Uh, really well acted as well, and really nice use of sound design. ISS Titanic.
1: Oh, um, too short. Yeah, it was like I don't it, it, thirty n-
0: seconds or something. I'm pretty sure the runtime it says is a minute. Really. But I had a hard time understanding what was going on. I thought it
1: was like five seconds. I think they put it was a minute for lying purposes. Well,
0: let's not spend more time talking about it than it ran. The Occult Sun.
1: The Occult Sun. That one was really fun. Really, really funny. Um, it wasn't like scary, but it was,
0: it was. It was very obviously a horror comedy, kind of going the evil dead kind of route.
1: Yeah, it was, it was really great.
0: Yeah, it was a really fun time. Really great acting. And then uh, finally, uh, Koreatown Ghost Story.
1: Uh highest budget, and um, it was it was actually a really cool idea. I really liked it.
0: I loved Koreatown Ghost Story. Um, I would say that's what I put, because they did an audience participation thing at the end where everybody can vote. That's the one I gave best in, best in show. I just thought it was really good. Uh, Margaret Cho was in it. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a really, really fun time. And it had a, some cool creature effects, some, some really cringy, you know, gore effects. So, yeah, really good time. Oh, God, you're right. So, uh, almost all of these shorts you can watch now online. So, yeah. if any of them sound oh, good, yeah, and I'm not going to give you a link or anything because there's a bunch of different places you can watch them. But, you know, you can just rewind, take notes. I know all of you take notes and just write down the name of the one. What's your favorite thing? And then thing you can to go do? to Google. <laughs> They'll give you like 50 steps of what to do. <laughs> I'm just letting you know if any of them sound interesting to you, you can, uh, you can check them out. And you can always go to the website for the Deep in the Heart Film Festival. And they have a list of all the movies that were in that horror block. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, can't wait to do that Loki deep dive that we've been promising you. Yep. Um,
1: I'm just so excited about that. We can watch that one thing and then we do the assembled thing. And then we can give them even more of a deep dive. Oh, so we're just
0: going to rip off of what the other people already said about it?
1: What? Yeah. Well, no. I thought
0: we were supposed to watch that French movie about the giant fly.
1: We're not gonna watch the French movie The Giant Fly. We're gonna watch his other movie.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, until next time, you can check us out.
1: On uh, uh you could just subscribe and check out our Instagram on um The Kid Stays in the Picture.
0: And also at com. See you uh, later.
1: Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on Kid Stays in the Picture on Instagram, or follow us on RogueMediaNetwork.com.